Spalding, this calls for the old Billy Baru. Welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about Billie Eilish, not Billie Idol. She might as well be an idol because Billie Eilish just swept the Grammys, Matt. I'm Pastor Heath along with Matt the Music Man. Five Grammys. That was Song of the Year, entitled Bad Guy. Yeah, well, if that's the song of the year, we must be scraping the bottom where, of the barrel. Where, it's that it's that kick drum, isn't it? Isn't it just that that beat that just the all, beat, the syncopation of the it, of the vocal? Yeah, sure. It, it's it's well done. Yeah, there's a lot of talent there, and it just sucks you right in, and it makes you want to hit the dance floor. <laughs> well, maybe Go not. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. So anyway, it is something. She's got a very smooth voice, a lot of talent. So we don't want to deny that. And so this is this is what we're talking about. The spirit behind the music. The music's good uh, if you like that kind of music, but it really draws you in, and and then you're opened up to the message. And what is Billie Eilish's message? Well, her song, the song of the year, "Bad Guy." is about an abusive relationship. And guess who's the abuser? She is. She is the bad guy. So in the song, she says, I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. Why do you look like you're rapping on the microphone? You're talking? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I was just getting into it. <laughs> so she... She is unloading this, that she's the one. Listen to this. The next line says, even if you know that you don't own me, I'll let you play the role. I'll be your animal. My mommy likes to sing along with me, but she won't sing this song. If she reads all the lyrics, she'll pity the men I know. Yowza, mouza. This is a teenage girl that is relishing this control and manipulation in this relationship. She's letting the guy think that he's a tough guy, but she's the bad guy. She's the one that's going to let him think that, and she's going to control him and abuse him. And she's even saying, my mom won't sing this song if she reads the lyrics. And, and how old was she? I wonder when she put this song out. Was she 17? You know, probably. She just, just turned 18. We're in 2020. She just turned 18. So we, this is a teenage girl that is acting like a psychopath. And this is the song of the year. Parents need to see what your kids are listening to. Billie Eilish could be your child's youth pastor. Yeah. I mean, they're listening to her sermons. This is her message that she wants to control. And here's the very last part of the song is she says, I'm only good at being bad. 
That is the most profound statement she's made. She's only good at being bad. What a powerful truth statement that really is. And it's a biblical statement, Matt, because the Bible says that that is the only thing we're good at. I am a professional. You are a professional sinner. You have been paid off. You have been bought. You have already sold out to the devil because of your sinful nature. We're only good at being bad. So now a lot of people talk, you know, when we talk about music, we're always hitting a nerve, right? We're wondering why our podcast isn't blowing up. What did you tell me? You're like, Heath, people don't want to hear this. No, they don't want to listen to it. It's like, how can we only have this many views or this many listens? It's like, people don't want to hear this because music is an idol. It makes them feel something. What are the girls saying about Billie Eilish? Oh, I just wish she would. I wish she was my mom and she would sing to me every night. Yeah, that's what one girl said. Oh, I just feel something. I mean, she knows what we're going through. I connect with her. It's it's disturbing, because what is she connecting with? She's connecting a very dark message uh, of it's satanic, and we're going to really unpack that. It's, it's dark vibes. It's the emo gaze. It's that whole, I'm a rebel. Look at me. You know, she's she's got a seductive look to her. She just looks very different. She's very colorful on the outside with her hair and clothing, but uh, inside's just a little it, different. It's a, it's a very dark heart. So the thing is with music, you say, well, hey, listen, I listen to that music and I'm not bad or I don't want to go be a bad guy. I don't want to do things like that. We're not saying that listening to music makes you bad. The music you listen to reveals that you're already bad. If you like dark themes, if you were drawn in to uh, twisted things like this, when if this dark imagery and all of these things really seduce it, I mean, you just it proves that you're already bad. Listening to music doesn't make you bad. It reveals that you're already bad by the music that you like to listen to. Didn't you like to listen to bad music growing up? Oh, yeah. Because before you got saved, Matt, and before I got saved and got bought out by Jesus, we were drawn to those things that were bad. We wanted the you know, we wanted the the heavy music. We wanted we didn't want mainstream. That was for sissies. Sure. We wanted the heavy stuff. We wanted something that the radio stations weren't going to play. We wanted that edge, that tone. You you know you just you want to feel that that power, and why do people resonate with a bad guy? Is because he's powerful, or she's powerful. There's something there. So when Billie Eilish says, "I'm only good at being bad," she's so right, and the Bible confirms this. Listen to the Apostle Paul in Ephesians, who was the ultimate bad guy before he got saved. He was on a mission to destroy Christianity. He thought it was a false cult religion. He was setting out to, to undo it, and, and God radically and dramatically changed him. He says he was the worst bad guy, the worst of sinners, and that Jesus saved him so as to be an example of how we can be purchased from the dark into the light. Ephesians 2 says this, As for you, you were once dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air. You know who that is? That's Satan. He's the ultimate bad guy. The spirit who is now at work, who literally energizes those who are disobedient. 
So the spirit in Billie Eilish, the one who's energizing her, the bad guy that she wants to identify and be, and that role is Satan. He is the prince of the power of the air. He is he has blinded the minds of those who are disobedient. And Paul says, all of us lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, here it is, we were by nature objects of wrath. Wow. God's word's very clear. We're definitely bad guys. We already are bad, and we're already objects of God's wrath. And speaking of wrath, the the other song that we want to talk about is the song called All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Have you seen that video, Matt? Yeah, I saw it. And uh, when I was looking at some of the videos on YouTube, and with that one in particular, you know how the ads play before the video starts. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a Polly Pocket uh, ad. Is that Uh, a toy for like a little girl? A little girl. And then after that, it played another ad that was for another little doll. So that was telling me right then and there that the target audience Is are children, tw- girls yeah. around that age range. Young girls, tweens, and they're trying to uh, trying to draw them in. And this is, this is who they are targeting. Let's listen to the beginning of this song called All the Good Girls Go to Hell. My Lucifer is lonely. Standing there, killing time. Can't commit to anything but a crime. Leaders on vacation, an open invitation. Animals, evidence. Curly gates look more like a picket fence. Once you get inside, I've got friends but can't invite them. If that didn't creep you out, how she starts this song with that weird modulated voice. Matt, I'm not sure what trick that was, but just that that creepy horror movie voice that my Lucifer is lonely. Standing there, killing time, can't commit to anything but a crime. Peter's on vacation, an open invitation. That's talking about St. Peter at the pearly gates. Animals, evidence, pearly gates look more like a picket fence. Once you get inside them, got friends but can't invite them. Now, what Billie Eilish is doing, now, when you look at the video, she's She's falling from heaven. I mean, she is this fallen angel that lands in this pit of tar or oil or something, and then the world catches on fire. And I know she's talking about climate change, I mean, global warming. She's talking about all the things going on in the world. But the deeper meaning for her to even name the song, All the Good Girls Go to Hell, is something that when you study the occult, you'll see that is the law of reversal. All the good girls go to hell. So what what this what occultists do is they take the good and say that it's bad, and they take the bad and say that it's good. Did you know the prophet Isaiah said, Woe to them who call evil good and good evil, knowing that there would be this law of reversal that people would invert everything and try to twist it and turn it upside down? So really, all the good girls go to hell. So guess what? All the bad girls go to heaven. Yes. You you can be bad. You can just be yourself. And besides, you know, the pearly gates, they look, it looks too clean. Like there's not fun there. It's a picket fence. Pleasantville. It's Pleasantville. And once you get inside, you may have friends, but you, you can't invite them. So there's really not going to be this party. 
There's really not going to be this joy. That's the deeper meaning to this. It's really, it's really not about global warming, even though she can maybe work that in about the hills. You know, the hills in California are on fire. But here's a very disturbing part of the song. All the good girls go to hell because even God herself has enemies. And once the waters start to rise and heaven's out of sight, she'll want the devil on her team. Referring to God in the feminine and then saying that because of the crisis, the sea rising, that's what she's talking about because of uh, man-made you know, climate change, so to speak. The waters rise and heaven's out of sight, then she's going to... God's going to want to team up with the devil and want the devil on her team. I mean, very satanic, very disturbing to be attacking the nature of God and to be establishing this kind of theology. Super dark. Wonder why, uh, when Billie Eilish was asked, the most thing that she's asked the most is she said, she's asked, did you sell your soul to the devil? And when she answers that, Matt, she just basically repeats the question and then kind of smirks. Neither confirming nor denying, did she sell her soul to the devil? That's the same response with a lot of musicians that they, are asked that question. They like that enigmatic feel. They like, the, they like to make you think that. They want you whatever you want to think, right? They don't want to come right out and say it. So there's that mystery to it. And that's what draws a lot of people in. Here's the thing with Billie Eilish. She's already sold to the devil. Because what did we read in Ephesians 2? By nature, we're objects of wrath. We are already enslaved to the devil, to our sin nature because of the fall. We're fallen creatures. So there, you don't have to, there doesn't have to be this transaction where you're listening to something bad and you sell your soul to the devil. If you have not been saved by the grace of Almighty God, you've already sold your soul to the devil. He already owns you. And so by connecting with this stuff really proves that he does own you. So that song and video is is very dark, uh, and her dark themes continue. By the way, this album is called When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? That was album of the year. And another song that we want to highlight on the podcast today is called Bury a Friend. Now, this video is even creepier than All the Good Girls Go to Hell mm -hmm. because uh, you, you saw it. We, we watched it, and she's got all these hands pulling on her, and she's injected. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of weird stuff going on. It's like a horror movie. Yeah, and her her these hands are moving her around, and she's just kind of floating in the air like she's possessed. Is that the one where she starts bleeding out of her eyes? I can't. That I, it very well could be. There's there's so many, and they all have this weird twisted element to it. The thing I remember about this song and this video was that her eyes were just completely black. Yeah, I mean, so serpentine. It was. It's disturbing. So when you listen to the song, she's talking about a, a a monster under her bed, a killer, something that's, you know, controlling her. And in the song, it says, she says, today I'm thinking about the things that are deadly, the way I'm drinking you down, like I want to drown, like I want to end me. Step on the glass, staple your tongue, bury a friend, try, try to wake up, cannibal class killing the sun 
bury a friend, I want to end me. It's, I don't know if she's talking about from the, from the monster's perspective, if she's like speaking from a serial killer's perspective. I mean, it's so twisted and so demented. And then the chorus says, why do you want, what do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? What do you know? Why aren't you scared of me? Why do you care for me? When we all fall asleep, where do we go? It's, it continues on. She says, listen, keep you in the dark. What had you expected? Me to make you my art and make you a star and get you connected? I'll meet you in the park. I'll be calm and collected. But we knew right from the start that you would fall apart because I'm too expensive. And she goes on. And at the very end of, of that verse, she says, bury the hatchet or bury your friend right now. For the debt I owe, gotta sell my soul, cause I can't say no. No, I can't say no. It is so disturbing at so many levels. And if you think this is just art, you are deceived. Your mind is blinded and you are already owned by the devil if you think this stuff is okay. She is one of the top artists of all youth, young girls, even oh. even some boys. Yeah, it's Billy Idol. I mean, it really is. It's Billy Idol to the max. One of her videos had like 300 and over 300 million views. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's astounding. It's staggering. But we shouldn't be surprised because the devil is the prince of the power of the air. He has somebody to uh, use and send his message out. And it's, it's the world we live in. So... With the videos that are out there, one of my daughters had a, a band that she was really into, and and uh, she was trying to sell it to me, and knew my stance on music, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, and I admit there's there's some rock music that I have a hard time with not listening to, because I really really like it, and uh, so she was talking about this song, and I said, well, let's sit down and watch the video together. Together? Well, she started getting uncomfortable, <laughs> and we watched the entire thing, and she squirmed all over the room trying to get out of there. Because the themes in the video, I'm guessing, were, were drug use or sex or it was, it was yeah. explicit. Very much so, yeah, murder, all that. And uh, But that was a song that she liked, and uh, it, it allowed us to have a discussion about it, and it was undeniable with her, and she knew it, uh, the real message that that was putting out. And uh, so when we when we look at these videos and, and we know that our kids are listening to this stuff, then uh, why not just have a movie night and say, let's sit down and let's watch these videos of these songs that you guys are into yeah, and let's let, have a discussion about this. Yeah, let's, let me see. I want to I see what you're listening to and, let's, and watch the video. Sit down and watch it and then discuss it. I, don't wanna, I don't, just don't want to he hear it and listen yeah. to it. I want to see yeah, let me the see video image that's being put out in this. Wow, that would, be a, that would be some discussion for there. Or probably wouldn't be discussion. Yeah, you know, because they're going to shut down and, and hopefully they're going to be embarrassed that you're watching it with them. But it'd be undeniable truth, yeah. You know, and and it's it's whether they really want if if they really choose, you know, with the with the the kids, if they really choose to uh, allow their heart to be calloused toward the things of God, and and really feed themselves that, then it won't affect them any in 
anyway. They'll just still justify it. Yeah, they'll justify it. And oh, that's just art. They'll make excuses for it just as we did before we were saved. Right, Matt? Sure, absolutely. You were drawn to that stuff and we justified it and we wanted to listen to it because it it we identified with it. It made us feel something. It moved me. It moves us. And like you said, we still battle that with, with music because you hear those chords, you hear that you hear the sounds, and it just drives you. Even when we do these rock casts, yes. I have a hard time with them. Yeah. Because and there's a lot of these bands that I really, really enjoyed listening to. Yeah. And we escape into them. We, we identify with them. We idolize them because these guys can make sounds out of those instruments that we can't, especially me. I'm tough for myself because <laughs> I'm an air guitarist. So when you can fantasize, and what are you doing? You're fantasizing that you can do something that they can and these gir- young girls are looking up at Billie Eilish. Oh, she's such a great singer. And she can sing. I mean, she's phenomenally talented. But you want to follow the devil just because he's a good singer? Listen to the message. What is the spirit behind the music? Because where do we go when we all fall asleep? I don't think she's just talking about dreams. No, but in her video, she was asking kids about that. Yeah, where do you go when you fall asleep? And they were talking about... Uh, talking about dreams. Yeah. But I, that's, not what, that's not what we're talking about in this song, I don't believe. You peel it back, the deeper level. When the Bible talks about falling asleep, it's a euphemism for death. Where do we all go? Now, Billie Eilish was raised from... We know that she sang in some kids' choir at some Presbyterian church in Pasadena. So... But now she obviously doesn't have much, her spiritual beliefs are dark and satanic. And so to question, well, where do we go? Well, the Bible is very clear. Where do we go when we die? There's, the, there's one of two places. Either, either you go to be in the presence of Almighty God and in His splendor and glory, and you worship Him, and you're so enamored in love with Him that you, you're never going to be able to get enough, or... You go to be in his presence where his wrath is poured out. Hell is not just separation from God. It is in the presence of his wrath, that his wrath and his justice and his holiness is poured out on you because you have rebelled against him. You have followed Satan in trying to overthrow God. So hell is not just a Christless eternity it is a place of torment and suffering for those who have rejected and rebelled against God and have gone their own way. And the Bible says that we can be saved from that. We were all slaves. We were all on our way to hell. But in Ephesians 2 verse 4, listen to this. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace that you have been saved. And God has raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in the kindness uh, through Jesus Christ, for by grace that we've been saved. If you don't have to go to hell, if if you will repent of your sins, repent means to change your mind. Because you first thought, oh, this is okay. This is not bad. It's just art. You, you, you made excuses for it. You embraced it. But when the Spirit of God starts to awaken you to your sinfulness, you change your mind and you go, oh my goodness, I, I'm, when the party's over, where am I? What is it? What is it going to be like? Is this all I live for? Is trying to be famous or have riches or have pleasure or wanting to be able to have these things? When the party's over, 
where are you going? And the Spirit of God will awaken you to that and show you that you are headed for destruction. Already sold your soul, but Jesus came to redeem you, to purchase you, to pay for your sin in full so that you could be forgiven and that you could stand and worship Him both now and forever. So when the party's over, the party's just beginning for us as believers. Right. Because we're going to celebrate His goodness and grace for all eternity. So as always, we want you to look at the spirit behind the music. Parents, sit down with your kids, find out what they're listening to, watch a video with them, and watch them squirm. And talk about that. And talk about what is this saying. Take it to a heart level. It's not just entertainment. It's a matter of life and death. There's a reason why the kids are drawn to that. And if they're able to open up with mom and dad, that's a huge thing. You bet. And, and open up to yourself. Say, hey, you like bad stuff. Tell them, what, tell them what it was like before you got saved and how you worshiped Billy Idol or Judas Priest or whoever. Because right now the suicide rate with kids is through the roof. It's astronomical because there's no purpose. There's no meaning. There's just this darkness that's in our hearts. And unless the glorious light of the gospel shines in it, there's nothing. Nothing but emptiness and deception and misery. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Those who have rejected God have those spiritual conversations. Use music as an avenue to get to the heart of your child and point them back to the Bible. And uh, that's our goal. I'm Pastor Heath. I'm Matt. Think about it. Quiet when I'm coming home and I'm on my home. Like the light, say I like it like that, like it like that. I could lie, say I like it like that.